Well, glad to have you on another day in Retirement Paradise. we got a good show coming up. Retirement, we know, is a unique journey for each of us. We know that the thought of that one-size-fits-all solution really is a myth, which we talk about all the time here. But there are some universal truths out there that can guide every retiree. So this episode, we're going to dive into it a little bit and juxtapose the individuality of the retirement plans with those foundational principles that remain consistent across the board. Welcome to another day in Retirement Paradise, your guide to achieving financial independence and navigating the journey to a blissful retirement. Your host is Eric Judy, RICP, a seasoned financial professional with more than two decades of experience and the driving force behind Judy Financial Group. Whether you're on the cusp of retirement or just beginning to consider your financial future, Eric Judy will provide the tools and knowledge you need to confidently plan for a comfortable and fulfilling retirement. It is another day in Retirement Paradise with Eric Judy, founder of the Judy Financial Group. Eric, what's going on today? Hey, Ben. As we like to say, it's just another day in, in paradise. So. Very good. Very good. How's everything uh, for you guys in the office? You know what? I, I would say fall has finally started. The trees are starting to turn. My favorite time of the year. I, I just love fall. So uh, as the weather gets a little cooler and uh, uh, football season kicks, kicks in, usually it's a it's a good time. Obviously, mm-hmm. I, I won't say that right now as far as my bears, but, you know, we just roll with the punches. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> going to bring that up. How late in the year do you actually try to play golf? When, I'm still playing a little bit. I was fortunate enough to play a little bit last week. So as long as the uh, I can still find my ball uh, and the leaves aren't car- carrying, covering up everything that's right. in the fairways, then I'm still trying to play. So it's it's my getaway from everything still. So still playing. So. Yeah. Well, I haven't so. gotten out there in a while. I'm trying to get back out before this, this year ends. It's just been a busy year with the baby and everything, but um, I'd like to squeeze in a round or two. I love this. This time of year is perfect to play. It's yeah, exactly. nice when you pull over the, the quarter zip and just uh, head on out. So, yeah, not uh, too hot, not to too it. cold, just right. Yep, exactly. Well, I'm looking forward to our conversation today because everything we talk about and, and, and things we've discussed on the podcast so far, I mean, everybody knows based on our conversation that you know, building a customized retirement plan is important. So this idea of these re, these truths that are can be applied to everyone might be like, hey, well, you've been telling me something different all this time. But I think <laughs> what's most important, the takeaway here as we kind of go through these things is that all of these things need to be addressed. Now, how you address them, right, will probably be different from person to person. But each of these things we talk about today just have to be on your radar and have to be discussed. Absolutely. Uh, We don't do cookie cutters. We like to say, you know, there's not a cookie cutter plan for everybody, but there are some things that everybody has to take into consideration as retirement approaches. You know, how are they going to address different topics and different elements of retirement planning? So that's kind of the the core of what's today's topic, I believe. So if you have questions for us as we go through this, or if there's something we addressed today that maybe you haven't thought about as much as you think you maybe should, log on judyfg.com. Or give Eric a call at 217-303-1711. Let's start off with the need for an income plan. Everybody needs to have this. We we, we don't know where your, your, your income might be coming from. Everybody's going to have different sources of income, different ways to distribute it. But the bottom line here and the first truth we want to start with here is that everybody needs that income plan. Absolutely. Um I like to quote Zig Ziglar back from when I was in it, going through uh, my my formative years. And one of the things he said in, uh, in one of his training sessions was, you can't hit a target you can't see. And I think that's true of when it comes to retirement and income planning. 
knowing how much you can spend, knowing what that goal is, that number is, if you don't have a target, if you don't have a plan, there's no way you can necessarily be successful. Either you're not going to spend enough money, or conversely, you might spend too much. There's a song by the Bare Naked Ladies, which was, you know, if I had a million dollars, you know, I'd be rich. In today's <laughs> world, that may not be enough. And so uh, we like to say, if you have a plan and you have some core foundational pieces, whether it be, you know, building out those different elements that you have for income, you know, social security, 401ks, you know, if you still have a pension, boy, that's nice. But if you don't, what are the different pieces that you have to then aggregate to add up to figure out? All right, what can I spend and then what can I spend efficiently to make sure I don't run out? Because we like to say life gets in the way. How do we plan for those elements of surprise and, and the unexpected? You know, and if you have a plan, you have a framework for making those financial decisions. And ultimately, that's what we like to say. The, the plan is the framework from which you make those decisions. Yeah, now I'm just thinking about the the song. Now I've got the, got it in my head already. I'll, be, I'll probably be humming that the next couple hours here. But uh, that's a good way to put it, though, because yeah, the talk about a million dollars, it just doesn't seem like it has quite the pull as it did uh, back when that song was released. I don't know what year that was, but exactly was one, one of my favorite songs. But it yes, uh, if I had three million dollars, it might be a better song today. <laughs> All right, let's shift uh, to number two here in our universal retirement truths: um, long term care issues. Again, there's different ways to approach this, but if you haven't put together a plan on how you plan to address these long-term care issues, that's something that you have to change. Absolutely. We fondly tell everybody that, you know, everybody has a plan for long-term care, even if you haven't done anything uh, to address it financially or, or from a risk pooling standpoint. Your plan is then effectively, you're going to spend down all your assets and let the government take care of you. So if we always say that's plan, you know, that, that's your foundational plan. If you don't want to do anything beyond that, knowing that, all right, that's plan. A. if you don't like that plan, you know, how do we improve upon it? A lot of times we, we just like to run through scenarios with folks. You know, a lot of people have put the majority of their assets in their savings over their lifetime into real estate equity in your, in your home, your primary home. You know, don't forget about that as an asset. So, you know, we, we try to, when it comes to long-term care, we try to give people potential solutions about how they're going to address those, those issues should they come up and how they do it and protect still you know, the assets that they either want to have for a surviving spouse, how they're going to protect assets that they perhaps want to leave as a legacy. You have to have a, lo a plan for long-term care. You have to have at least discussed it so that you know how you're going to address those unfortunate you know, aspects if they become reality. Everybody has a plan, but you know, do you want to take care of it with assets you have? Are you going to self-insure? You know, it, it's knowing that there is a element of potential issues that can be very, very expensive and debilitating for you or your family, if you don't have at least a plan that you've discussed about how you're going to address it. And so universal truth number two, yes, everybody has a plan for long-term care. <laughs> is that is that the area that, that can ruin retirement more than just about anything else? Because it feels like to me, just kind of from hearing you talk about it, it's just that it can it can it can hit you the, the, with the, the biggest maybe bill, right? That may be the biggest expense. And if you aren't prepared for it, it can wipe away a lot of what you worked on. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately it can wipe out 
you know, a retirement for not just one person, but two, three, even a whole family. Um, you know, we all love our parents. Uh, if you don't care, take care of it and address long-term care, do you put that burden on your spouse? Do you pass it on to your family? Are you going to let the government do it? And that's the biggest issue. It's, it goes beyond just you. You know, a lot of people say, well, I'll, I'll just, you know, put me in, uh, you know, in the car and drive me into the lake. You know, <laughs> I've heard people deal with it in very coarse, you know, means, but it's, it, you know, do, would your kids do that to you? It, it's not likely to happen. So yes, it debilitates, you know, your retirement many times because you're drawing down your assets and then you're left if, you know, if you don't have the financial or mental aptitude to deal with it, who takes care of it? You know, yes, we, we jokingly say the government will take care of you, but many times the kids don't want the government to take care of you. They want to take care of you and make sure that you're comfortable. And then it reduces what they're going to have for retirement. So yes, significant potential issues for, for folks when it comes to how to take care of long-term care. All right, we're talking about some universal retirement truths here with Eric Judy. And our third one, and I know we, we know that this is probably the most uh, well-known truth across the board is that you can't time the stock market, right? It's just impossible to do it consistently and have success. Uh, I think that's even more true over the last few years as the market has just gone all over the place with COVID and everything that's followed uh, since that time. But how do you how do you work this into planning to where – you know, you put a plan in place from an investment standpoint where people aren't trying to time the stock market. Right. And let's be honest. We, we talk to our clients about active versus passive. Uh, the folks over at Vanguard are very proud of their passive models that they'll point out over the last 20 years have outperformed most active models. The biggest thing, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later about emotion, but passive does not mean that you don't get out. It's oftentimes knowing that you're uh, knowing when to get out and get back in and how we do deal with those things. Uh, many times for clients that are in the midst of preparing for retirement, uh, so they're still placing more money into their 401ks, their IRAs. And we talk about dollar cost averaging, staying in the market so you're buying more shares when the market goes down is one of those strategies. Unfortunately, when you retire, yeah, it becomes the reverse. You're pulling more money out frequently if the market's down. So how we structure different assets and preparing for different time segments within retirement, it may mean we're not taking on as much risk and how we're planning for that. But, you know, I, I oftentimes will have clients and prospects that will call and say, yeah, yeah, I, I got out in 2008. And here we are, you know, unfortunately, 15 years later, and they're not back in because they don't know when to get back in. You know, I, I love seeing the, the talking heads on TV say, oh, yeah, this guy predicted the, the last crash. Yeah. And unfortunately, usually if you look at their website, they predicted a crash every year for about 20 years. So <laughs> right. eventually they were going to get one right. So when it comes to timing the stock market, nobody's perfect. But there are models that will allow you to do it more efficiently and have less emotional strain, especially when you get in retirement. And that's uh, you know, either using some active models that will take you out when the market starts to slide or using some pieces that are asset diversification modifiers to help you know, get rid of the ups and downs and, and more moderation in, in the, the actual portfolio so you don't have as much emotional pull one way or the other. So, but yeah, nobody can p consistently time what's going to happen with the market because 
let's be honest. It's, it's, we don't know what's going to happen in the economy, the global economy, the local economy, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything that comes into play. It makes it almost impossible to predict. So it sure does. It sure does. And I do love that, that there are people that will, will tout their, uh, success, either picking stocks or, you know, calling out that crash, like you said, but let me see the entire track record. Let's see what your record is overall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you, when you if if you're one for top. 20, is it really a perfect model? But, right. Yeah, the exactly. one that goes on the cover of the book is the one you got right. So. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, let's go to our next one here. Um, Eric, I know you, you run a lot of numbers and it's, you, you come up with a lot of different scenarios for people when you're putting together a plan, but if you knew exactly how long they were going to live, um, <laughs> you'd probably be pretty good at this, right? That's right. The math would be a lot simpler if, if we could have an end number. And it's one of the p- things we do ask uh, clients. And, and most of the time, they give us a number that I think they think they're supposed to give us. So they, they look at the actuarial tables. Well, Social Security says, you know, uh, the crossover is in my mid-80s. Mid so it's pr- I'm probably going to die in my mid-80s. The actuaries would love you for that. But... <laughs> If we knew exactly when it was going to happen, it'd be a lot easier to, to build out that plan. Ultimately, we like to tell clients, but what happens if you live a little bit longer? Do you have some sort of illness or disease that we're not aware of? A lot of times we want to be more conservative with clients um, when it comes to longevity or having a plan for it. You know, This is where we do introduce the conversation of annuities many times because it's how do we address longevity with the least amount of dollars and can we afford to be wrong <laughs> and and no we can't afford to be wrong because we don't want anybody to run out of money mm-hmm. so many times when we're we're saying hey okay what what's that date what's the time frame you know you know are we more conservative by saying well let's let's think about the 90s well what then happens if you live beyond the 90s so it's Nobody knows the the true answer, and we have to actually build out plans that allow us to have the flexibility for a long, long life. And uh, we just don't want anybody, anybody. All right. <laughs> Another line we like to use with the clients is, uh, our job is not to make you rich. It's to make sure you don't become poor. And that's ultimately what right. we want to do. Right. So very important. All right. We're going to round out our universal retirement truths here with our final one. And this aren't, these aren't all the truths, but the final one we're going to talk about today uh, emotions can be an investor's worst enemy. I know this uh, This has always been the case, but it feels like it's been ramped up a lot with, with all the media coverage and just with how much messaging we get every single day, right? It's so easy to react to both good news and bad news when you see it out there. Absolutely. And my best point, you know, we talk about fear and greed and all the different things that come into investing. I, I often point to Las Vegas you know, none of those small casinos were built off of fear. They were built off of greed. You know, how many times do we get close to retirement and we've had this comfort level of knowing that the stock market always goes up as long as you give it enough time? Well, same thing. If your emotional addiction is to the the, the increases in your portfolio, you know, does that lead you to being more aggressive than you should be nearing retirement. You know, it, ultimately it goes back to having a plan. You know, it, it's, it's so you're not making the knee jerk reactions and the emotions of what's happening on TV, what's, you know, the talking heads of, of every day, uh, the sky is falling and any penny will definitely run and tell you that, you know, you need to get out today. 
and you ask the next guy and they'll tell you, you should never get in. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the next guy says, you should never get out. And, and it's the emotional play from advisor to advisor to strategy to strategy. It needs to be based off of a plan. And so when you have that framework, you can take some of that emotion out and really have a framework for making financial decisions so that you can take some of that emotional side out, knowing that your whole financial framework is based off of a structured written out plan and not just of what's happening on TV and today. So definitely emotions can be the worst enemy of, of any investor when it comes to retirement planning. Well, those are five of the universal truths out there. And uh, Eric, I know as you you work with your clients at, at Judy Financial Group. You know, these are just some of the things you go through, right, as you're building a plan. I mean, you touch on each of these issues and many more, but that's the beauty of working with someone that focuses in and does this every single day is that you're going to make sure these things are covered. Absolutely. It's part of the guiding process, helping people understand and have a framework. And we like to keep using that phrase. We want you to have a framework for making financial decisions in retirement. And Ultimately, it's about having conversations that are going to point you towards self-discovery of what you need in retirement and then allowing us to help you, you know, be that guide to help move you towards that, that success. Very good. Well, if you want to learn more, again, log on judyfg.com. More than 20 years of experience in financial services, and you can easily schedule a meeting right there through the website. Just look for that blue schedule a meeting button. And uh, they've been doing this uh, for a long time online and, and virtually with, with clients. So if that's something you like to do, work in a remote setting, uh, this is a, a, a group that has been doing it for a while and, and comfortable doing that. So whatever you prefer in person or online virtually, it can be done with Judy Financial Group. Again, the number as well is 217-303-1711. All right, Eric, always great to catch up with you and talk a little bit more about financial planning and enjoy our conversation today. I appreciate it, Ben. And as always, we'd like to wish you and all the listeners another day in retirement paradise. Contact Eric Judy by calling 217-303-1711 or visit judyfg.com. Advisory services offered through Creative One Securities, LLC, an investment advisor. Judy Financial Group and Creative One Securities, LLC are not affiliated. Guarantees, including optional benefits, are backed by the claims-paying ability of the issuer and may contain limitations, including surrender charges, which may affect policy values. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. We are not affiliated with any government agency. Mm-hmm.